What up, dope? This your boy, Josh Williams, and this is the Heel Turn Podcast, where not only are we changing the business, we are changing the world. Shout out to Kenny Omega. Today's show, you know, I took a little break. I took a hiatus. So hiatus, I took a hiatus. Not long, a little week. You know what I'm saying? We had a real bad snowstorm in North Carolina, which is where I'm living. I live in North Carolina. I'm born and raised in North Carolina. We just had a snowstorm this past week. We got up to almost a foot of fucking snow. So I really wasn't not trying to say it like that, but the situation occurred to where I really couldn't do podcasts like that thankfully though we didn't have no damage it wasn't any damage other than like it's a bunch of fucking mud in my yard right now as we speak but other than that everything is kosher me and my family are great we are good i just had to take a break on the podcast because like i said man, we had a fucking snowstorm i was worried about my life surviving they told us we was gonna get two inches and then they gave us eight more so Hey, but um, last show, like I said, we did we did the Black Excellence show in honor of Martin Luther King Day. Um, yeah, man. And so right now, I ain't gonna hold y'all up. You know what I'm saying? Did it in a minute. I'm gonna give y'all the rundown today. We're gonna have some rumors, not so many injuries out there to report. Other than the uh, injuries that I have reported. And no other, you know what I'm saying, reports have been put out there. So as soon as I get some, you know what I'm saying, more feedback or the sources that I use, you know, tells us or posts what's going on with certain injuries, I will let you guys know. But for now, there's no injuries. It's only going to be rumors. So, uh, and then... After we talk about the rumors, you feel me? We're going to talk about the Raw 25th anniversary show that had taken place Monday. They simultaneously shot at two venues. They shot at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. <laughs> Shout out, Hove. They shot at the Manhattan Center, the original, the original. I got goosebumps as a fucking wrestling fan, but the original Raw Arena, when Raw first started, the Manhattan Center. I thought that was pretty dope. I'm going to tell you what I liked about it. The ups and the downs of the show. Um, well, I just fuck the downs, man. I'm just going to talk about the high, baby. We're just going to talk about the high. But without no, you know what I'm saying? Out no further ado. Let's get to these rumors, man. Leggy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my macho man I'm sorry I couldn't keep it going but yeah um, this is the rumors for today I'm going to give it to you I am going to give you that rumors okay um, it was reported earlier on in this week that Enzo Amore was a part of an investigation of a sexual assault from an incident that happened back on October 19th, 2017 at the Clarendon Hotel and Spa in Phoenix, Arizona is supposedly where the, you know, the investigation is going on. The woman 
posted a detailed description on what happened. You know, um, I can't think of her name right now. Uh, tomorrow when I do the other podcast, I will probably be able to get her name. And now, oh, damn, I'm stupid. Um, they actually interviewed her. If you want to, you can go to YouTube.com and you can go to TMZ Sports or look up TMZ Sports. And, you know, if you know Enzo Amore, TMZ pretty much follows him everywhere he goes. So, um... If you go to TMZ, man, you will see her. Type in Enzo Amore's sexual assault. And I'm pretty sure, I haven't done it, but I'm pretty sure that you can see her talking about it. Because TMZ is all over the fucking internet. It's all over YouTube. So, I can assume that you can see her up there and her giving her account. As well as you can see the detailed description on the dirt sheets as well. Uh, it's rumored that the WWE released Enzo because they didn't find out about the rape allegation or the investigation until Monday night of this week. So, gonna basically, and I might be wrong, but Enzo pretty much got his push around that time. He was the um, cruiserweight champion before he was suspended, and then they ended up releasing him. So, you know, I think around that time, like I said, they was giving him his push. Him knowing around that day, October 19th, knowing that they were going to give him this push and push him to 205 Live and make him a champion, him knowing that and not telling you know what I'm saying? It's dirtbaggish. If that is, like I said, these are nothing but rumors. But if that is the case and it did happen that way, I would like to say, Enzo Amore, you are the biggest piece of shit in the world. If you raped this girl and you made her have sex with you and you knew that you were up for investigation and you tried to hide it like a poor fucking soul that you are, and a fucking sack of shit that you are. Excuse me for cursing, but a woman does not deserve to be fucking knocked out or drugged and forced to have sex. If you did do that. If. And if you did that and knowingly went back to your fucking job and didn't tell them none of the details and let them push you See, now what Enzo Amore did basically was put the WWE in a fucked up situation to make them look like kind of sort of assholes. If this is true and if it happened. It makes them look like they kind of knew about it. But, you know what I'm saying? To me, I could be wrong. But if... You know, it, it, it makes it just makes the WWE look bad, man. And they have a great, like, if you hit women over there, dog, they not hiring you. I don't care if you come from fucking Global Force Wrestling or New Japan Pro or Pro Wrestling Noah or fucking PWG, fucking AAA in Mexico, fucking Lucha Underground. You can be in any of these promotions. They will not pick you up. Because that is hurting their business. This, at the end of the day, this is a job. 
and it's a business. Wrestling is a job. WWE is a Fortune 500 fucking company, and they can't have a fucking rapist as their champion. They can't have a fucking, a fucking, a a, a drug user, or 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 anything as their fucking champ. Because it's a business. At the end of the day, yes, wrestling is fun. Yes, wrestling is an entertainment. But that is for the fans, my nigga. Like, you can't be a fan can do anything he wants. A performer, a wrestler, a fucking athlete. You can't be a fucking racist for the company. I said racist. I'm sorry. Rapist. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. You can't be a rapist as a fucking champion because, like I said, they are a fucking Fortune 500 company. They got stocks, bro. They are on the New York Stock Exchange. If they allow this bullshit like that to happen, do you know what will happen to their stocks? Their stocks would plummet. So, again, as a fan of Enzo Amore, I, I, you can, I, I, I talk to my best friend, um, we basically grew up and came close through wrestling. We was all, like, sports in general, but wrestling without a doubt um I would he would talk shit about Enzo and I would be like hey man like you can talk shit about Enzo more all you want to the kid kills it on the mic he might not have the best the best ring work he's it's not the worst that I've seen but you know what I'm saying you can't deny and the kid sells merch it goes back to making money like how I said it is a business at the end of the day. Why do you think they're trying to push Roman Reigns so hard? The fucking crowd split. Boom. The internet wrestling community talks shit about Roman Reigns. But uh, the guy always sells out merch. W- I always tell people. The era of WWE catering to adults is over. It's fucking done. This is the PG era. They have said this is the PG era. The ruthless aggression era with fucking um, John Cena and Batista and Brock, how that started, and Eddie Guerrero, that's over. This is the PG era. They are geared to kids. So I tell wrestling fans that if you are wanting to watch, you know, a promotion for entertainment value, do not watch WWE on a stand of, when I say that, I say it as a strictly promos. They're not, you might get like John Cena, but everybody else, you're, you're, man, look, the PGR is done. 
they're not catering the grown ass adults and that's even more fucked up why Enzo Amore if he did not and I'm going on a long ass rant about this I know I am but it just pisses me off when 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 fucking I don't give a fuck if you guys say Enzo Amore is 205 pounds the girl that he probably the, the girl that he allegedly and I'm speaking from if it is true if it's not true I hope he sues the fuck out of her and, and gets, you know, def, defamation and all that shit because he got fired from his job over this. So I will understand if he is not guilty and I apologize for going on this rant. But if it comes back that Enzo Amore is fucking guilty, he is a fucking sleazeball. We should never talk about him again. They should strip him of every accomplishment he has ever gotten in the fucking WWE. Kick him out. Y'all kick China out. And y'all didn't even, the girl didn't even do nothing with fucking pornos. That's it. This guy whole rape women. Yeah, so we're going to get off of that though, man. Um, other news from the WWE their television contract with uh, USA Network ends in 2019 and in recent news it is said that Fox, Amazon and Facebook are all in competition for the rights to broadcast Raw or Smackdown with further reports that Fox and another company are interested in buying the WWE outright they're straight cash there, homie. <laughs> no, 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 no bounce checks. You feel me? Yeah. That's a lot of bread. You know, uh, Fox, Fox. Well, Disney, man, Disney out here winning. If, 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 if the rumors is true. And Disney them bought fucking, um, them bought fucking, um, What's that shit, man? Then bought, um... <laughs> I'm stuck, man. If Disney bought Fox, I'm sorry. If Disney bought Fox, and Fox mess around and, and, and buy WWE? That'd be bananas. Them boxes be spinning guap. They just gave $125 million worth of price, like pay, pay increases to their employees. These mothers out here breaking necks and cashing checks. That's just too sweet. But yeah, man, that'll be crazy if uh, Facebook got it and fucked around and that's stupid as hell, though, but I wouldn't want to see it. Uh... And in other news um, that made, you know what I'm saying, headlines, Randy Orton's wife was pissed off uh, basically Monday. She basically shared her sentiments on, you know what I'm saying, how she felt about Randy Orton not being included on Raw 25, the 25th anniversary of Raw. She was a little pissed off. 
Uh, she basically, to sum up her Instagram post that she posted, she was basically asking how could they not have Randy on the show because basically he has been on as many shows as Kane, Taker, Cena, Brock, or any of the guys that they had on the show that night. Excluding, you know, Stone Cold and all the other guys. And Shawn Michaels as well. Um, I feel like she has a little, a little, a little right to say that. I mean, not just being his wife, but that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, how the hell did y'all have a 25th anniversary? And I had a Viper out that mug. Get somebody RKO. You have him on the top 25 raw moments the week before but not have him on the fucking show and you can't make excuses and say that you know what I'm saying they ain't having no 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 Smackdown stars on there because they have fucking AJ Styles they have fucking Charlotte out there they have Smackdown stars out there bruh I don't know Y'all just don't fuck with Randy. <laughs> Can't get no more free, Randy. <laughs> they gotta stop paying me for this. Can't get no more free, Randy. But I feel like she got a point, man. Like I said, I feel the same way. It's, it's crazy that you didn't have him on the show. I wanted to see him RKO somebody, man. To be real. And that, that was me rumors that Bridget. Yes, me, me rumors. <laughs> that was my horrible Jamaican accent. Um, we're leaving from the rumors. And we're going to the topic of the day. Dun, dun, dun. The Raw 25th anniversary show that was held in Brooklyn. And in Manhattan. I think it was held in Manhattan. Well, it was the Manhattan Center. Anyway, um, I'm going to give you, you know, the moments that I felt like, you know what I'm saying, was dope. I'm going to give you a synopsis of what happened. I'm going to just give you a quick little run through if you didn't see it. I'm going to try to make this not too long. I'm going to make it long enough. To where it probably is about 15 minutes because I did take a long time on the Enzo Amore situation. Fuck Enzo Amore. Um, the show opened up with my favorite moment of all time. The show, well, well let me skip to that. Did I like the show? I thought the show was good. I felt like it could have been better. I would have loved to have seen it, you know, to be honest, I would have loved to seen it held at just the Manhattan Center. I mean, I felt like they set themselves up for failure in a kind of sort of way, but they really didn't, but they did. But either way it go, it was a successful night. I think it was more... The 25th anniversary show, it, it, it held the storylines, but at the same time, man, it was a fucking nostalgia show. 
So I, I felt like the moments that you wanted to get pops and cheers and, you know, people to reminisce, I thought it was dope. I thought it was great. Can ask for more. So I like how I was saying before, I wanted to give my opinion on the show, didn't get into it. Um, it opened up with, you know what I'm saying, my favorite, you know, thing ever opened up with Stephanie McMahon and Shane McMahon in the ring, you know what I'm saying, basically talking up the history of Raw, they brought their dad out there, uh, Vince McMahon, they gave him a little trophy, uh, the fans had, you know what I'm saying, basically chipped in, basically kayfabe chipped in money to get him the plaque, uh, he talked shit about the plaque, said it looked cheap, basically, excuse me, going on a rant saying that he didn't need help, he did it all by himself, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, um, <laughs> and he basically, you know, um, he basically, like I was saying, he basically just, just talked junk, man, and, um, eventually, you know, you heard that glass shatter, and you heard, da 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 and the boy, the man, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know what I'm saying, came up in that thing and did what he do. He stunned uh, Shane at first, then stunned uh, Vince, stunned Shane again, and then made it do what it do, baby. <laughs> um, I felt like it was good, drink beer. Well, he really doesn't drink beer, but anyway. Um, I thought it was good to start the show off with. Uh, my other favorite moment was The Undertaker returning. I didn't understand, like, I don't know. I did. I don't know. His promo, like, the, what he was saying was basically bullshitting. I don't know. Maybe I couldn't decipher it. But it was, like, crazy. I'm like, bro, like, what are you saying? Like, you're not saying much. Like, you're basically saying, like, if you are falling, you're going to stay falling or stay down. So are you, you know what I'm saying, retiring or not? Nah? Uh, WrestleMania coming up, bro. We need to know. I ain't going to, I personally won't be as invested in a WrestleMania this year if The Undertaker isn't in it. It's, uh, it still hits me that he might be retired, you know. As a child growing up, looking at WrestleMania for the longest, you know what I'm saying. I've probably been watching wrestling for about easily, I'm 25, I'll be 26 this May. I will roughly say I've been watching wrestling since. Over 20 years of watching wrestling. Um, I would say I would not be as invested in a WrestleMania and being able to watch WrestleMania since, like I was saying, since I was five. I will not be as invested in a WrestleMania that doesn't have um, The Undertaker in it. Hell, I'm really just getting used to not seeing Shawn Michaels in matches at WrestleMania, so it, it's gonna take a while. If if it was, it was just 
that 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 promo man was just shaky. I was like, man, what are you saying? Like, it was cryptic. If he wanted to come across, cause it's rumored that him and John Cena may face each other for the, you know, what I'm saying just for bragging rights at, you know, um, WrestleMania. And I hope he retires after that. If he retires, that would be dope. But you never know. <clears throat> you never know, man. You never know what uh, can happen. Uh, I just, I just feel like he was real vague in the, you know, in, in the promo. It was crazy. Um, my next favorite moment from the night. The Miz becomes the eight-time Intercontinental Champion. I feel like The Miz doesn't get his just due. I feel like, and I fully support, I think it's Rolling Stone that gave him the wrestler of the year, and I fully support it. 100%. Even though Miz is a heel, he is really like 2017 not in the wrestling world but in the WWE world if we're being honest other than AJ Styles The Miz was probably the best like guy in the WWE people say The Miz can't wrestle The Miz can wrestle his ass off he's had great matches him and Roman Reigns has had great matches the TLC match with the uh, Seth Rollins, uh, Dean Ambrose, and Kurt Angle against them, and the Bar and uh, Miz and Braun and Kane, I thought like that was dope. Like anytime the Miz has been put in big matches, he's always performed. So I think it's great for WWE to give him the title that he really like. The Miz has earned, earned that, you know what I'm saying, Intercontinental Championship, the right to hold it. He works his ass off. You know what I'm saying? If he's there every week, he does the promotion, he does the Marine fucking movies, and then comes back to wrestle. He's a fucking company man. I fucks with the Miz, man. I fucks with him. I always, I always liked the Miz, man. I always, I liked him when he was Mike on The Real World. I was a real, like, in the 90s, I was a fucking MTV baby. I remember watching, like, I used to record, if I ever get a chance to meet the Miz and sit down face-to-face, I was like, dude, I loved you since you guys was the real world back to New York. Uh, you, Coral, and I can't forget the, uh, I forgot the name, damn, at this time, but, um, I love you guys, man. Like, I recorded it. I used to record it on VHS. Like, seriously, dude. Like, The Miz is a great wrestler, man. I feel like he gets that stigma of being a fucking, you know, of being a reality TV star. But he works his ass off, man. He can't help it. He was on a reality TV show. Can't pop off of that shit. He can't help it, man. Stop being a hater.
shout out to Miz. Um, my next favorite moment of the night. Um, like I said, man, I'm big fucking Bullet Club guy. I think it's dope that they have Finn Balor and Carl and fucking Luke together. I think that's dope. They should have been did this. They should have really put the four guys together. If 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 I'm being honest, I would have put Finn, AJ, Luke, and Carl together and made that the club, not the Balor Club, but just the club. But you know, hey, make it good while it's here. You feel me? Um, the Balor Club in DX, well, the DX came out, you know what I'm saying? Triple H and Shawn Michaels came out. Then the New Age Outlaws came out. And then X-Pac came out. And then they brought out Scott Hall. I was expecting Kevin Nash to come out with them. But hey, you can't get what you want every time. Um, and then, I'm such a nostalgic guy. Like I told you guys, me and my friends, if you love NWO, if you know about the click with Sean Waltman, and that's X-Pac's name, by the way. Uh, fuck it. Well, if you know about X-Pac, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Triple H being a group of friends, you know about the click, you know about the two sweet. And if you know me, I go around two sweeting people, man. That's what I do. NWO style, baby. That's just two sweet. I'm too sweet, baby. So, uh, they shared a moment, you know what I'm saying? Scott Hall said, this is just too sweet. And then Finn Balor's music hits. The Balor Club in full tow. They rock to the ring. Finn Balor gets his shit off. As he also, you know what I'm saying, he does the best way that he can do. You know? Um... He gets in the ring. The guys line up with DX and Scott Hall. They're face to face. Triple H, the leader that he is, throws up the two sweet. The rest of them in tow follow. And they have a big two sweet in the middle of the ring. I thought it was dope. Me as a nostalgia guy, I thought it was like a passing of the torch. I felt like it was like, hey, you guys don't, we're, we're the click, but you're the new click, so keep it going. You feel me? Break necks and cash checks, baby. I've been saying that a lot. That's a dope ass um, metaphor, though. My other favorite uh, metaphor was by my my man, the late great Roddy Roddy Piper. Rowdy, Rowdy. I thought it was, you know, what I'm saying. My favorite quote was when he said in the movie, he said, "I only came here to do two things: kick ass and chew bubble gum." 
fit the gum out. And guess what? I'm all out of fucking bubble gum. That's dope, boy. You tell somebody that and think they ain't scared. Uh, my other favorite moment of the night. Oh, oh, I'm sorry to keep on going. Basically, the Battle Club fucking squash the revival. Uh, and I'm going to give you the term squash. A squash match is basically three minutes. Five, three to eight minutes. It's a squash. They whooped your ass the whole match. So, um, next is Braun, Brock, and Kane. They had a big, you know what I'm saying, interaction going, hyping up their triple threat match at this year's Royal Rumble for the Raw Universal Championship. You know what I'm saying? Um, basically what happened, they had the wrestlers in the ring. Basically, to separate Braun and Kane, uh, they had them separated. When, um, when you know, um, Brock Lesnar's music came on, they basically just left the ring. Fucking Braun punched Kane. Kane fell. Uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, Braun met Brock at the end of the entranceway. Brock slaughtered him with a fucking clothesline, got in the ring, fucked Kane up, hit him with an F5. Um, Brock got up, celebrated, you know what I'm saying? Brock came in there, hit him with the okie doke. Brock tried to suplex him, Brock hit him with the elbow to the head. Uh, Brock dazed against the ropes. Brock clotheslines him over the ropes. And, um, you know what I'm saying, commences to whoop his ass, he throws him into the little, you know, uh, fan guard rail, or guard, whatever, I don't know what to call it, um, I don't know what they call it, what is it, I know it, man, anyway, the barrier, the barrier, anyway, damn, he takes the, you know what I'm saying, he prepares the table, the announce table, and he does a running power slam through the table, which he slams Brock through. I think they are building, I don't know, man, they are, I don't know how the fuck they're building Braun the way they're building him. It's confusing to me. Do you guys want him to be like a star or not? Because the crowd is responding to him. Everybody's catching these hands. I don't know what you guys want from him. I don't know what more you can want from him. But I would love to see Braun win the championship, which I know he's not. Brock is going to win and he's going to go all the way to fucking <sighs> WrestleMania with the championship. Um, go all the way to WrestleMania with the championship. He'll probably face Roman Reigns. Yeah, uh, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns losing the uh, Intercontinental Championship, they just fucking solidified to you guys. He might not win the Royal Rumble. Uh, I don't even think... I think it may be a Raw guy that wins it this year. 
because Rum, uh, Randy Orton won it last year, and he's with SmackDown, so I think it may be a Raw guy. I don't know if they're alternating years since the brand split, but I would think it would be dope to see Shinsuke Nakamura win the Royal Rumble, so it'll set up AJ Styles and Nakamura at, you know, um, WrestleMania. And we would get Roman Reigns and fucking Brock Lesnar. Brock Reigns going over on Brock. Um, so that basically was going to happen, man. But I hope Braun just me with a little bias because he's from Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina. Um, a little biased. I'm a North Carolina guy. So I hope he does win the championship because man at the end of the day the kid deserves it he's not a kid but the guy deserves it man he worked his ass off this year he was involved in one of the best feuds of 2017 as far as the WWE goes um I feel like they should push the guy to the fucking moon but for some reason they just won't I don't know why Yeah, man. All in all, man, I felt like it was a good show. Could have been better. Uh, I like the the women's match was underwhelming, but I did like the end of it. It set up Oscar could win. You know, what I'm saying the Royal Rumble. You never know who could win the Royal Rumble. It would be dope as fuck if Oscar won it because she's undefeated. But hey, let's get it any other way as possible. Knowing the WWE creation creative over there with your shit you never ever can happen but uh man yeah man it ain't no more show bro it's over it's done you feel me um I done gave you the fucking rumors I done gave you you know I gave you the topic of the day talked about Enzo Hormore fucking sleazeball fucking mooly if he did do what he's accused of fucking guy but yeah man ain't no more show it's over with it's done if you would like to leave your comments you can hit me up on www.facebook.com slash jdcw13 you can hit me up on snapchat um josh bentrill twitter josh bentrill fucking instagram josh bentrill all of them all the same leave comments dms anything about you know what i'm saying what you want to hear from the show, because like how I say before, like I said in the previous podcast, this is a show for the fans, dog. This is a podcast for the fans. I do this for the fans, and you know what I'm saying? I do it because you know, like I say, I got friends that like wrestling, or don't like wrestling, but they are intrigued because they are friends with me, so I give them the game, I help them to it, and they listen to this, so in return, I hope you guys call in, you know what I'm saying, anything you would like to hear, let me know, man, I can provide, I can provide that heat for you, I can give you 
cold out here. It's wintertime. You grab your bay. You know what I'm saying? I hope it ain't a sex at all. <laughs> you can grab your bay. And fucking, you know what I'm saying? Listen, in, listen to the Heel Turn podcast. What will be changing the business? We be changing the world. Shout out to Kenny Omega. Too sweet. And in the words of our wrestling lord and savior, Kenny Omega, I'm going to bid you adieu and say goodbye and good night. Hey.